thought I thought I fell from up above. Uh, Did it hurt when empty. you fell from up above? That's my new pickup line. When you fell from uh, above. <laughs> That'd be a great butthead attempt. When you fell uh, from like, uh, above. I up. Did it hurt? Was it like really painful? Yeah, yeah, it could be because that chick's fall from high up, right? And you're like, no, dumbass, it's from heaven. I think it's like somewhere high up. It's high up. <laughs> it's like in the, the tallest building. Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, Season 4, Episode 16. Last we left off, we had eaten breakfast and it was the start of a new day. Technically yeah. day 4, day 3 if you want to only count the full days. I'm only counting the full days. Saying it's day 4 doesn't even make any sense to me. Well, all my files say day 4, so it's going to be hard for me to keep it straight. Well, for me it's day 3, for you it's day 4. Here we go, the start of day 3 slash 4. That's right. Depending on how you divide up time in your mind. <laughs> Last in the game, we made it to Cosmo Canyon, which yeah, we're about yeah. to enter. We're about to walk in. Uh, we're going to get not only like some of Red's backstory, mm -hmm. but also like an injection of what I consider to be like the philosophical heart of the game. Yes, as well as some lessons about the way the universe of this game works. Yeah, and when we get here, I can see how this imprinted on my mind in a way where I'm way more interested and susceptible to like philosophies peddled by weirdos who walk out of the desert or have like connections to things that maybe society doesn't believe in. You're like, go to Joshua Tree, that's where the knowledge is kept. Yeah, go out to that like uh, weird cement mountain that they like put crosses on and painted tie-dye and stuff. But the people there probably have all the answers, you know? Yeah, yeah. So let's go into Cosmo Canyon, mm -hmm. which is a place just like that. Yeah. Yeah. Da-ding. Da-ding. <sighs> this is the life. Yeah. Take a week of Sunday video game play. <laughs> I know you want to play, but playtime is not now. Now is uh, playtime. So we finally enter Cosmo Canyon, mm -hmm. which is like a Burning Man encampment, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a mountain town with an observatory at the top of it. Well, it's definitely got like a commune feel. Like right. everyone here is like very much all about trying to live in accordance with the rest of the cosmos. I imagine it would be a great place to take mushrooms. <laughs> They're definitely doing that. I'm at home. It is I, Nanaki. Uh, and Cosmo Canyon is Red the 13th's hometown. Nanaki? Hey, Nanaki, you're safe. Come on and say hello to... Buggenhagen. Wait a minute. I thought that Red 13. He was like, Red 13's a name that this guy who invented me gave me, or he's created me. Like, you can me. call me that if you want. Right, but now he's Nanaki? He just didn't care to tell us his name or where he was from. He's like, I'm going to my hometown. That's as far as I'll follow you. For some reason, I thought that he was like created in a lab. Yeah, Red 13's ability to talk was not given to him by Hojo. No, no, he's just like, he's like a naturally talking, intelligent cat dog thing. <laughs> but he's naturally speaks. Yeah. He, okay. And they were experimenting on him because he's like an ancient pet. Uh, I think we're going to find out. I don't know. I don't remember exactly okay, what okay. the deal is. I'm, I'm just trying to orient what yeah, we no, do you're know right. about you're him. You're right about that. Okay. That's what we know about him. Right. And I think when he joined us, it, he made it seem like he didn't have a name, but that's obviously not true. It's obviously a lie. Nanaki is his name. Yeah, I'm just thinking about Hojo's logic again. And it, can you imagine if in our world, when a species became endangered, Instead of protecting it, scientists were going, we got to catch them all and, and hoard them because we might not get a chance to experiment on them before they die out. <laughs> like, the other animals will get to. Right. But, but these ones... Don't worry about saving them. Just bring a couple in because we don't know what kind of truths we could learn by trying shit on them. And we don't know what kind of crazy shit they could mate with. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Cosmo Canyon. Are you familiar with this land? No. Let me explain. People from all over the world gather here to, to seek the study of planet life. And the study of planet life? Barrett is excited about this. Whoa! 
I always wanted to come here. So the way Barrett talks about this is like it's a legendary place to come learn from the libraries of knowledge. Yeah, you know, I think of it like, you know, like out, it's one of these like 70s utopian like colonies that's out in the middle of nowhere. The, like the whole earth catalog or whatever those people were doing. Yeah, or like out in uh, New Mexico or is uh, it Ari in Arizona, there's this place called Arcosanti where some architect, oh. you know, he was like, I have a vision for a utopia and he built like enough of it that it's cool to go see. And, and like, people go and they like meditate there? Uh, well, they like make these handmade bells that are really beautiful um and you can go stay in a room there for really cheap <laughs> who is nanaki cloud is so slow on the update <laughs> well, he's, he's he literally like... heard red 13 say the answer to the question what's your name nanaki he he's saw just this like a happen. blank fucking person he acts kind of edgy but then he's up for whatever he doesn't obviously he doesn't really he's just not that quick with nuance so this is Cosmo Canyon, quite a mysterious place. Have you come to seek the study of planet life? That's it. That's all that anybody does here. Yeah, I heard there's an awesome observatory here. I'd like to see it if I have a chance. Yeah, I kind of saw it from, from like the outside, from the world map. So while we're walking around Cosmo Canyon, Ryan, you got a call? Yeah, well, every day I get like 10 to 15 calls from fake phone numbers. <laughs> I, I get them once in a while, but you get them like all the fucking time. Yeah, well, today, like, I haven't gotten any, but then once they start, it's like a flood that comes for like a few <laughs> days and just doesn't let up. Yeah. Another scam? Yeah, it's just I got the... Uh a call earlier from exactly the same number, which led me to believe maybe it was... Yeah, uh, I've had that too. It's usually a totally different number. I've actually taken to, like, answering, and when I can get someone on, I just try to ask them how I get in on the ground floor of a phone scam, and they always yeah. hang up on me. Yeah, it's just like, but how do I get in on what you're doing to me right now? Why don't you just tell me about yourself a little bit? I'm curious. Like, you call me fucking every day. Oh, I, for three days in a row, at the same time in the morning, I was getting a call from AT&T saying that there was a problem with my billing and to, like, you know, press some numbers or something. And I was like, huh, that's funny. I'm not a customer of AT&T. Okay, this is kind of amazing because since the recording of this, I found out that I am a customer of AT&T because they had bought DirecTV, which I am a customer of, and just started sending me call phone calls from fucking AT&T oh telling God. me about something that I need to update with my bill. And then one day, my DirecTV just shut off, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I called them up, and it turned out, you, you know, I figured it out. But, like, I just you know find it what? hilarious. I was like, I'm not a customer of AT&T, Turned out I was. Like, AT&T must so not be down with that. Yeah, no, definitely not. Here is where I was. I mean, this is my hometown. <laughs> and my tribe will protect us of those who appreciate this beautiful canyon and the planet. Okay. My brave mother fought and died here, but my cowardly father left. Left her. I am the last of my race. Okay. Cowardly father. Yeah, so in this game, there's a cowardly lion. Mm -hmm. Turns out to be Red's father. Right. He's been, uh, someone sort of filled his head with all these stories about how his dad was just no good, I guess. Yeah, and his mom was great. Yes, my father was a wastrel. A wastrel. <laughs> and so, the mission I inherited from my ancestors is to protect this place. Okay. My journey ends here. It ends here or begins here to protect it? Uh... Come in, Grandpa! Wait, the Grandpa's alive? Time for some more Grandpa roleplay, I think. Okay, because I was... <laughs> he just said that he was the last of his kind. Yeah, he is. Alright. It really is another case of honorary Grandpa. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't come... Grandpa is a human being. Yeah, they've already had the conversation about... The honorary grandpa, right, grandson right. role, but this is like, yeah, he was... Actually, is Bugenhagen a human being? Because he floats. He doesn't really have legs. That's a good question. I don't think he's a Nanaki. No, but he's not he, a Nanaki. He, it, I, I get the feeling he like took in Nanaki as a pup and right. has been watching after him. And he eventually at some point ascended to float status. You know, he either sat around thinking about the life stream enough to float, right, or he just can float. He just can float. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Good timing. Let's take a breather. I got stuff I want to find out too. 
We've all got our own individual stories to play out in this area now. Want anything? LaCroix? Um, I'll have a LaCroix. So the center of town in Cosmo Canyon is just like a campfire. Yeah. We walk up to the campfire and somebody starts telling us about its history. Mm -hmm. Yay, Nanaki. Nanaki's back. It's all thanks to this flame. This fire is called Cosmo Candle. It's burned for generations. <laughs> it's a holy flame that protects this canyon. I heard once it only went out once, but long ago. <laughs> the elder said something horrifying occurred, but I really don't know much about it. This eternal flame they're yeah, describing. That has never gone out except once. Yeah, it's really just a campfire. It's it got like three <laughs> logs on it. Yeah, it's just a three log like cross. <laughs> like, do they have to throw more logs on it? It? They must be constantly. It's it's if it has only gone out once, it's probably almost gone out like every day. Like a million times <laughs> every single night. Well, I'm sure we'll know all about it shortly. I've always been envious that we don't live in a time where I can get the job of guy who stays up all night and keeps the fire going. Because <laughs> I would take that career in a heartbeat. Can I get by, please? You're blocking the exit. Are you gonna not let me out? Since you're here, why don't you listen to Buchanan's story? Fucking God, go I want to buy some weapons. Go listen to this fucker's story before right, you let's leave. Let's get going, let's get, we'll get up there. Is there no weapon store on the inside of this place? There is, we don't have any money. I was we left ourselves broke. Fights. Yeah. Where? Oh, uh, here. W really? Yeah, really. Like... Yeah, it cuts to like a super wide shot of the entire city and a tiny cloud is going along like a balcony of the observatory. I really love these like vantage point shots they give you because it's like cloud gets to a vantage point <laughs> and then they give you a vantage point that's completely different. Right. How are you? Let me look at that on the computer screen and see if it looks not as ridiculous. No, it's still ridiculous. Yeah, there's a lot of that in this game. I think it's a choice they, they made, like, you know. Yeah, they're like, look at how big the world is. I think this doorway is literally only to look at the, the whole thing at once. I don't think there's anything out here. We finally climb our way up to the top of the mesa that has the observatory on it. And we meet Bugenhagen. Mm-hmm. Here he is. Cloud, this is my grandfather, Bugen. He is incredible. He knows everything. <laughs> Nanaki is still a child, you see. <laughs> yeah, is he lynch? Please stop, Grandfather. I'm 48. Yeah, uh-huh. Ho, ho, ho. Nanaki's tribe has incredible longevity. Yeah. So you see, his 48 years would only be equivalent to, say, that of a 15 or a 16-year-old human in, in reckoning. It's like dog ears. Human reckoning. Grandfather, I want to be an adult. I want to be a big boy. I want to grow up and be able to protect you and the village. Oh, 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 no, Nanaki, you can't stand on your own yet. You can't even walk on two feet. You can't even be bipedal. To do that now would destroy you in the long run. Yeah. We should say what he looks like. Yeah, he's bald with a beard. And a ponytail. And a ponytail. He looks like he probably sold acid to the Grateful Dead in the 60s He's and is now mysteriously well off, you know, like living in some expensive piece of real estate, doing nothing but talking about the stars. Yeah. Reaching up into the heavens, threatening to snatch the very stars from the great city of Midgar. You've seen it, haven't you? When it's time for this planet to die, you'll understand that you know absolutely nothing. That's a hell of a thing to say. <laughs> When this planet dies, it may be tomorrow or a hundred years from now, but it's not long off. <laughs> yeah, it's like within that time frame, <laughs> for sure. How do you know this? I hear the cries of the planet. Oh, I can hear it too. Yeah. <laughs> I, sounds a little like a whale or something. What's that? The sounds of the stars in the heavens. While this goes on, the planets are born and die. Yeah, that makes sense. It's the birthing cries of the universe. He's tapped into some extremely mystical shit. <laughs> that was a scream from this planet. One of those death pain screams. Didn't you hear it? As if to say, I hurt, I suffer. Yeah, it is one of those death pain screams. They've come here on a journey to save the planet. Why don't you show them your apparatus? I guess it wouldn't hurt to show him. Only three people can fit in grand... Oh, that's... 
I think on the PHA. Yeah, we pick our team to go see Bugenhagen's apparatus. We felt it was right to show Yuffie for some reason. Yeah, he's locked himself behind a door. He's ready to receive us now. His apparatus <laughs> is prepared. <laughs> he's going to whip it out and show us. And he's like, come in here. Here, over here. The door's unlocked. Come in. Ho, ho, ho. It looks like you have them all together. Then let's begin. I'll be stand here. I'll be stand there. So this is crazy and absolutely wonderful. Mm -hmm. You go into like a weird circular area that rises up like a platform into a dome that then becomes a VR planetarium. Yeah, or like a hologram. Planet. Yeah, yeah, it's like all around you. It's not just like the planetarium is being projected. No, and as we learn later, it's like real time what's <laughs> going on in the solar system. <laughs> like later an asteroid shows up yeah. and it, it appears you in the planet. You watch it like and Bugenhagen <laughs> It's like, shit! What the fuck? Wow, it's just like the real thing. Really? I guess. Mm. Yes, this is pretty good. This is my laboratory. All the workings of space are entered into this 3D holographic system. Look, look, a shooting star! Wow. Holy shit. So they're in like a, a planetarium holodeck. Yeah. Too bad they didn't make a fully pre-rendered cutscene for this, because this looks pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh, this is amazing. Yes, it is something, isn't it? <laughs> well, let's get to the subject. Eventually, all humans die. What happens to them after they die? The body decomposes and returns to the planet. Uh -huh. That much everybody knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about their consciousness, their hearts and their souls? Are they real? We're not sure about... The soul, about... too, returns to the planet. And not only yeah. those of humans, but everything on this planet. Actually, Jeff, we have hard evidence about what happens to the soul. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> in fact, all living things in the universe are the same. Ooh. The spirits that return to the planet merge with one another and roam the planet. They roam, converge, and divide, becoming a swell called the life stream. Wow. Life stream, in other words, a path of energy of the souls roaming the planet. Spirit energy is a word that you should never forget. <laughs> <laughs> a new life. Children are blessed with spirit energy and are brought into the world. Then the time comes when they die, and once again return to the planet. Wow. Of course there are exceptions, but this is the way of the world. Man, this world has legends about how the world works, like yeah. how the universe is like, the, like, this is like, there's so many parts of the way this world works that are being unfolded. I've digressed. But you'll understand better if you watch this. Watch it's this video. It's a movie video. called Eraserhead. <laughs> this will help this things make sense. After my first child was born. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Let's get new age with it, baby. Is this like the first man? Yeah, so then he shows us like a cool animation that looks like something from like a Dianetics tape or something. But it's <laughs> totally. like it's like these golden and pink like humans that like evaporate into balls of energy and then flow together into like rivers around the earth. Yeah, and they're like doing a dance of light and love. Mm -hmm. So it's like a, a tree and a man have died. Uh-huh. They go into the they become sparkles. Yeah, the life stream. Right. Since it was so hard to understand before. Yeah, they needed this to make it clear. The earth is covered in light force. I spent force. 80 hours in Visual Basic <laughs> making this. Not just living things, but spirit energy makes it possible for planets to be planets. What happens if that spirit energy were to disappear? Oh, th that doesn't sound good. What if it was all sucked up by one evil man? Mm-hmm and put into his sleeve. Yeah, what we're looking at is like a planet the size of a basketball next to Bugenhagen and all of the life force that's swirling around the basketball like shunks into his arm right. sleeve. And what happens when the planet runs out of life force is that it breaks into pieces and falls out of space. <laughs> Oh, and then the planet, it falls apart and it falls out of space. It falls down <laughs> out of space. These are the basics of the study of planet life. Cloud's tapping his foot. Yeah, 
If the spirit energy is lost, our planet is destroyed. Oh, spirit energy is efficient because it exists within nature. When spirit okay. energy is forcefully extracted and manufactured, it can't accomplish its true purpose. Okay. <laughs> Only pure energy. You're talking about Mako energy, right? Every day, now you're getting it. Actors suck up spirit energy, diminishing it. Spirit energy gets compressed in the reactors and processed into Mako energy. All living things are being used up and thrown away. In other words, Mako energy will only destroy the planet. Got it. I mean, like, we needed more reasons to hate Mako energy and stop that process, right? Yeah. These energy sources that we're using to power all these wondrous items that we have is bad for the planet. Mm -hmm. But can we just, like, keep using Mako to power PlayStations and video games and stuff? Like, yeah, I mean, what if we just, like, kept using it to power the stuff I want to use? Right. The, like, we, forget cars, but video games, let's not give those up. Yeah. The story of the planets and those who lived with them. You want to know more? Then you must listen to the words of the elders. Okay, I'm doing that. You must talk to the twelve sages. <laughs> Remember the first game, guys? Yeah, this guy like is the he's the legend guy. Yeah, he's all legends go to Bugenhagen. Maybe some older elders. So Bugenhagen is done with his presentation. Yeah, and everyone we're sort of left to explore Cosmo Canyon a little more. Nanaki, his father is a coward. No, his father a coward? Oh, wow, yeah, that's that. So that's it. Nanaki's been thinking that all this time. You, there's more to it, you say. Oh, really? <laughs> he was like, my mother was brave, my father was a coward. They opposites attract. All right, Red 13, I watched the planetarium. It was pretty neat. Um, yeah, I watched the half-hour IMAX video. What else and... should I see while I'm in town? How do you think these pickles are coming? Uh, you can try one of those little slices and see. I'm gonna give it a little more time. For those of you in the audience who are working really hard to track Ryan's pickling, they're still not ready. We're all sitting around the fire. What a boring place. Just this like a just a fire. This is like the town, the light of the town. Yep. This is like the, some mythical... So we go back down to the eternal flame of the regular campfire mm -hmm. and sit around to have a talk. I wonder how many years have been. Gosh, it brings back memories. Yeah, Kate Sith is like, I haven't done this since college. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good Final Fantasy game unless you sit around the fire with your friends and your friends. Yep. This scene is so weird where you're all sitting around a campfire and instead of kind of like having a conversation as a group, you like sit down next to each person mm -hmm. individually and catch up with them. Yeah, you go like one-on-one. -on -one. I learned a lot. The elders taught me many things. You think that people are finding that voice grating yet? I feel like it happens sparsely enough. Yeah, yeah, right. About the Zetra and the Promised Land. I'm alone. I'm all alone now. But I'm... we're here with you, right? <laughs> I know, I know, but I'm the only Zetra. Or ancient or whatever. Does that mean we can't help? Kind of. I mean, you could fuck this dog. He's the only one. <laughs> yeah, make like a dog baby. We walk up to Tifa, and she like almost tells us something, but then stops. <laughs> then withdraws. Bonfires are funny, aren't they? No, they not. make you remember all sorts of things. They make you flash back, 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 back. Five years ago. Now forget it. I'm afraid to ask. What is it? It feels like you're going far away. You really are you, right? What? Care to expand on that? Yeah, she does not, and I don't care to ask her about it. I mean, that question would fuck anybody up. I know. I ran into a, a friend of mine I'd known for a long time the other day, and she's the type of, I like, I ran into her, and she, and she was like, oh, hey, how's it going, blah, 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 and she goes like, how's your heart? And then you go like, I, I don't, what do you mean? Uh, get away from me. <laughs> it's bad. Apparently it's terrible. <laughs> but Tifa's being cagey about it, so we move on to Barrett. Cosmo Canyon. This is where Avalanche was born. Wait, this is where Avalanche was born? That's what he says, even though when we got here, he said, I've always wanted to come here. Is he the founder of Avalanche? 
or is there somebody else and he just like started his own Midgar chapter? You know what? I'm starting to think that Barrett is like making up lies to get attention <laughs> sometimes. Not all the time, but like but once in a while. Which is his hometown? Which isn't? Have you been here or not? I Did, don't know. Was it born here in the sense that when you were a teenager, you read all about it and you like wore the clothes from here, even though you weren't from here? Right. And then you started a group based on what you read they do here, but you like I. I promised my guys someday when we'd save the planet from the Shinra that we'd all go to Cosmo Canyon and celebrate. I was gonna be like, take at least a week off of work, guys, because yeah. it's gonna be a bender. I'm just imagining that Avalanche was formed at the height of some drug trip. Yes. And he's like, and we're all gonna rise up as one and crush the Shinra and, and then when meet it's back over, here at Burning we're Man. We're gonna party here. And then you cut to like the next morning and they're waking up in Midgar going, like, oh no, there ain't no getting off of this train we're on now that we killed that guy. <laughs> Biggs, so good. Wedge, Jesse, now they're all gone. Died for the planet. We all hate the Shinra. Do I even got a to go on? Do I even got a to go on? I think they mean, do, do I, I even, even got a reason got to a go reason on? Got a reason to go on? Barrett, did you forget about Marlene? She's a to-go on. Yeah, seriously, I thought that was, like, the reason. I mean, maybe it's the kind of thing where you're like, yeah, but what about Marlene? He's like, I know, I know, but just let me feel this for a second, okay? I know! <laughs> I wasn't looking for a solution so much as a wait event. <laughs> will they, will they ever forgive me? If there's anything I can do. To save the planet, or the people living on it, then I'm gonna do it. All Cloud did was sit down next to this guy, and he's been monologuing at him for minutes. I don't care if it's for justice or revenge or whatever. I don't care. Let him decide for himself. Or I'm gonna do it. God, he really again, gets himself worked again. up. Avalanche is born again. God. <laughs> It's like he's the only Everybody's one who scared. Yeah, everyone's freaked everyone's out. Everyone's like, Bar Barrett's in one he of his moves. He has a gun for a hand. Like, don't... Don't mess with them. Yuffie doesn't have anything to say. No, she was like, I'm bored here. Let's go get some materia. Right, right. She's she's cool. She's like the toff of the game. Mm-hmm. He's like, and I'm here too, and I've got like an actually good personality, but I'm not going to be a main character. <laughs> but I'll factor in in a way that'll be satisfying. So we leave the campfire area because we're not sure what to do next and start exploring the town again. Yeah, we haven't talked to everybody at the campfire. We don't though. know that. <laughs> Turtle's Paradise. Then. Oh yeah, our cocktails are good, but our wine is the best. Please stop into Turtle's Paradise. It's Turtle's Paradise. There's been ads for it all over the place and they're numbered. Like, mm -hmm. collector's items. What was that? Elixir. Remember that one town where when you went into things, like there were a lot of hidden mm -hmm. things? What happened to that? Uh, that one just had an especially a lot. I might also just not be as good at finding hidden things. Oh, that might be true. You gotta mash O. You can't talk of the ancients without mentioning Professor Gast. Oh, the biologist. Okay. He used to come here sometimes. I mean, a lot of people have been talking about the ancients without mentioning Professor Gast. A lot of people have. Mm -hmm. He was a Shinra scholar who spent his life studying the ancients. Yeah. So this is the first time we've gotten a, like, hey, give me the rundown. It's right. usually people going like, oh, you don't know. Well, the ancients, they were around before. I guess it's anymore. a lot of people going like, like, dinosaurs and dinosaurs and dinosaurs, and then this guy's like, well, you can't talk about dinosaurs without talking mm -hmm. about Dr. Leak. Yeah, this guy, like, actually knows. Yeah, something. yeah. He was a serious person, would never have figured he'd be with the Shinra. He must have been about 30 years ago uh, when he found the corpse of an ancient. He was elated. If I recall, he named it Genova and was doing a lot of research. Everybody knows about Genova? Mm-hmm. One day he showed up here looking real distressed. He was mumbling something about Genova not being an ancient and that he'd done a terrible thing. Yeah, I bet. 
He's been missing ever since then. He came in mumbling about some horrifying event that he was a part of. This game is loaded with these, like, implied stories that yeah. they just kind of tell you the, what the result of it was, yeah. or a bit or a piece. I want to see the Dr. Gast Lovecraftian fall into uh, what have I unleashed and yeah. what is any of it mean yeah. story. <laughs> we'll get to see a little piece of it, a little tiny chunk later. <laughs> yeah. And then nobody ever saw him again. So if you ever see Professor Gast, I want you to tell him that the old man that likes to drink in Cosmo Canyon wanted to hear about the Ancients. <laughs> well, there's lots to talk about. But most things about the Ancients are all legend and folk tales, and no one knows the truth. By the way, your friends are all in front of the Cosmo Candle. Are you all leaving now? I don't know. Did I know? Oh, that was the story you needed to hear before you could leave town. Maybe. I think they want no, they wanted me to go talk to the guy at the top. No, they want you to go talk to Red at the campfire. Big and bugger. I know it's boring to you, Yuffie. I don't Oh, I didn't talk to him. Yeah, Red is sitting there just in the middle of his own trip waiting for somebody to come talk to him. Yeah, we we forgot to talk to the cat. Long ago, when I was still very small and we were all around this flame. No, never mind. What happened? It's about my parents. When I talk about my mother, I am full of pride and joy. And that's fine. But when I remember my father, my heart is full of anger. You really can't forgive your father. Of course. He left me mother for dead when the Gi tribe attacked. <laughs> he ran off by himself, leaving mother and the people of the canyon. Yeah, this sounds a lot like what Barrett blames himself for. Come, Nanaki. There's something you should see. The place may be dangerous. Cloud, will you and one other person come with us? We only need three of you. But we definitely need it to be Cloud and Red. Yeah. The third one doesn't <laughs> matter. Oh, ho, ho. Are we all set? Uh, let me see. Oh, ho, ho. Now we're all set. Yeah. All right, come in. Bugenhagen unseals this door that he's been keeping locked for all these years. It's like a metal door to a cave system of secrets? Yeah, well, this is, as we're about to learn, he's like, there was a cave that got like a very dangerous sort of spiritual haunting problem, and he just closed the door and was like, we don't go there anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Knowing what's in here, I wouldn't have just sealed this door. I would have like built a wall over it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you can't just have this in your house. No, no. (laughs) Yeah, when people come here and they have their big parties, and then they go to the, they look at the door, they're like, I'm getting bad vibes from that door. Yeah, this is where the bad vibes are kept. Hey, aren't you going to go with us, Grandpa? Honorary Grandpa? What are you, crazy? It's dangerous in there. I told you that. You want an old man like me should go first? I'll be right behind you. Oh, nice. Poles and ladders. Ropes. That old game, poles and ladders. (laughs) Ropes, ladders, and ropes, ladders. Rope ladders. Where are we? In the bottom of a well? Yeah, and it, it it's a door that's locking off, like, the pit of bad vibes. So right. You open the door and then immediately descend into, like, it's a like hole. It's like a ladder followed by a <laughs> rope that you slide down, which then leads to a platform that has a ladder that goes directly down. Yeah. I guess this is a mine? Cave. This is a strange-looking rock. Break it open. <laughs> Funny-looking rock. <laughs> break them all. Oh, we're gonna break every single one of these rocks. The rocks are on the pathway through the spirit journey. I think you break them, you fight, and you get an item. This is a pretty classic item-y dungeon. Yeah, we're like, finally in like a really classic dungeon. There's gonna be a part where we gotta go one way to go back to just yeah, to double back. There's gonna be a treasure <laughs> chest over on that route, but like, you know, that way's <laughs> forward. Taking all bets, is it a secret to way to the treasure chest, or is it the way forward? Step right up. Stop using so much magic. A game that asks the question, can I go there? Is that a place I can go? As you make it through this dungeon, Bug and Hagen will stop you to like fill you in on the legend. <laughs> yeah. Everyone here is a ghost of the Gi tribe, killed in a certain battle. 
I think you know the one. A certain battle, but a so certain. I can't say those words like that. <laughs> a certain battle. The vengeful spirits of the Gi didn't disappear and couldn't return to the life stream. We still have far to go. Ho ho ho. Oh, actually, the door back does come back yeah, out. Yeah. yeah. That was like a midpoint of the dungeon? Is that what that was? Yeah, maybe. Throughout, he kind of tells the story of this battle that happened here. Right. The ghosts of the there, Gi there tribe. There's the Gi, and then there's also Red's people or whatever, mm -hmm. and um, this is separate from the Ancients and the Cetra, yep. but <laughs> they're all gone now. <laughs> the M tentacles. Hmm, those? So this is the first that we're hearing about this Gi tribe. Yeah. The tribe of Japanese butter. I have a feeling it's gonna be, unlike the Ancients and stuff, the Geese stuff, I think, is specific just to Red's little story. I don't know that they're folding in yet another, like, extremely important layer. It might just be right just for this part. Although, I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. Well. And not only were there the Cetra, there were the Gi. And the Gi and the Cetra got along swimmingly at first, but then the bad times came. Uh-huh. And then they didn't get along, and there were two lovers, but then they were forbidden. And, and, uh, and one of them was an esper. And, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Wait, I think, I think in the process of doing that... Did you, I undo all of that? No, 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 you moved, um, like, antidote way down. Like, I think there's a couple of things, items, not that far down. Like, there. Like, I just assumed everything that was usable was going to be white, and I was just moving all the white stuff up. No. Is this the first time menus are vexing us? Uh, they're definitely worse in this game than any of the other ones. Yeah, yeah this has got to be the first time it's really, Ugh. really bothering us. Can't I fit it in between? I don't want to just trade. Trade it with the Gatling gun. This is an ominous plate. Wait, I can't walk on this? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> really? Yeah, what's a wall and what's a ramp? Like, I don't understand what's blocking me here. Can you go to the right and then jump oh, across? Oh, I bet I'm looking. Okay, it's. Are you looking it's, at a wall? It's underneath me. It's under you? Yeah. See? Goes like oh, this. I see. Oh, good God. <laughs> Ow. Fuck. What was that? You stepped onto an oil slick that slid you into some spikes? This, like, sl is slippery, so oh. I slid into some spikes. Ooh. Traps. Yeah, they hurt me quite a bit, actually. Oh, wow. Let me jump down, please. Just jump down. Mm -hmm. We're gonna make this weird and obtuse. I don't have any idea. Thank God for the select button. Yeah. They really they knew. They knew. Yeah. <laughs> you jump to the right. Fuck. Wow. So yeah, I slid across this oil slick, mm -hmm. um, and now I'm trying to go back to where I came from, but right. every time I step on the oil, I just slide directly across. But the, there might be a sliver of a way, if you walk perfectly, yeah, that you can get around it. I mean, it's. It, let me try to explain it again. It's like I pulled up at an intersection, and uh -huh. I want to take a right, uh -huh. but the street is full of oil, so as soon as my car goes, <laughs> instead of turning right, I just slide straight across. So if you do it carefully enough, you might be able to make that right. But that's not clear. Whoa. There we go. Oh God. You just gotta go real close to it and then... Yeah, okay. I thought... That, I was starting to think it's I gotta be a way to, to get over that. It's crazy. You guys know how these dungeons are. Sometimes it's hard to know, and then you're like, wait, that was right in front of me the whole time? Man, we could have kept walking back and forth across this oil slick forever <laughs> without realizing that you can get the diagonal... <sighs> but yeah, we make it to the next part where Bugenhagen has something to say. As you can see, this cave leads to the back of Cosmo Canyon. It was unfortunate that the G were larger than us. If they attacked through here, we wouldn't have stood a chance. Were the G giants or giants? <laughs> or are they Red's tribe? Are I they think, a bunch of people like that? I think they're, they're like Red, yeah. I think they're They're a bunch like of that. cats? Those are the G or I the Gi? I think so. Well, because his people were at war with them. I mean, I guess it could be something else, but... Yeah. Let's move on. Hmm. Five doors, huh? Door number one. Door number one leads to door number five. Door number... Four leads to somewhere. Spider web. Sting bomb. Oh fuck. What do we do with the vagirus claw? We never equipped that to anybody. I assume the claws are for the cat. No, he has like these feathers. He puts like a 
He fights with feathers? Well, I think he puts like a decoration in his fucking mane or something. And, and then, then he, he flips at him. Because it's like, the, his icon is like a little feather. So I feel like maybe he just puts like a metal... I don't know. I have no idea. He flips at them and then like as it... The back of his it's neck. It's like if you tied a long them. knife to like the back of the, his thing, and it like he okay. just like flips and okay. slaps. And then like as like the the hair of his mane flies forward, yeah, it's, it's like a of, sword it's full of blades. Yeah, you just line this fur coat yeah. with razor blades, and I, then he just gets in you. Or is there like a secret or way through around? Yep. Oh, there we go. Okay, it's like he had no idea. That. <laughs> You know, go into the area where you can't see the where the character is, and just kind of like walk around blindly. Mm -hmm. You'll might you might like find a hidden tube. Cause I don't know wire disc one ends, but I feel like we gotta be close. Like, right? Yeah, it's just as shocking how long this disc is. Strap in for like seven or eight more episodes before the end of fucking disc I one. I know, man, it's so big. Is this a dead end? Looks like it. I'm not gonna walk all the way up. Do, 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 do. Where'd the regular potions go? I used them all. Ah. Yeah. Hello, potion. Yeah, I burned through 20 in one healing session yeah. when I first got in here. Just like. Alright, we're at that point. Yeah. They are 100 each. Yeah, it's, it's, like, not, it's not that useful. Yeah, maybe we'll go and buy 99 just for the. to say that we did, you know? Yeah. Oh, nice. Red's cover ability just saved Tifa's life so that she could cure everybody. Yeah. Feels good when things work, you know? Yeah, we're gonna own this game uh, maximizing efficiencies-wise in ways that the childhood you could never have dreamed of. Yeah. You, know, you gotta do all your, get all, every bit of walking in that you can. Mm-hmm. That's what life is all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Walking, working, and working. That's the... Walk, work, wark is on the Chocobo poster. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I like this game. Feel the dungeon. This warrior went through the cave all alone, fighting attackers one after another. Grandpa, that warrior. Nanaki is like, who is this brave warrior that you're talking about, Bugenhagen? Who yeah, I came here all alone to save the tribe or something. It couldn't be me, Dad. He's a wastrel. Ho, ho, ho. We're almost there. Imagine David Lynch's Santa. He's going, ho, ho, ho. It's yeah. Christmas time. Yeah. <laughs> Come sit on Santa's lap. <laughs> Holy shit. Whoa, yeah, that's a deep devil face. Oh, that's not good. good. He doesn't know what this is. <laughs> so we walk into this cave that has, like, boiling blood or lava on the bottom. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is exactly. <laughs> and blocking our way is a gigantic, like, it's like an orc face or something. Yeah, it's almost like if mini golf was themed the devil. If it was like heavy metal mini golf. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and even Bugenhagen is like, this wasn't here the last time I came here. Yeah, that's not a good sign. After death, the ghosts of the Gi, like stagnant air. This can't be. Whoa. The stone face changed its expression. Whoa, and it's like a floating yeah, thing. Like. Yeah, huh. Fire 2. Oh no, Fire 2, not on that. Oops. I'm doing my classic move of casting fire on fire and healing it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why did I do that? I don't know. Jeff. Come on. Yeah. Have we summoned Titan? Nope. So we try out the Titan summon for the first time. Ooh. He, he's not that big. Yeah, lift up the ground. L yeah, slam it on top of him. It missed? Oh, they're floating. Son of a bitch. And now I'm gonna heal it. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Red still levels up even though he's dead, right? No. No? Damn. I had him. He was about to throw a high potion on himself. No. But Tifa and Cloud level up more. Yeah. So. Oh, a wiser staff. What's, you're gonna want the wiser one. Well, because we don't have a wise staff either. So this is it. We're starting to have good. a wizard staff. We don't have a wise How wise or... is the wizard staff? Well, I want to get the wisest staff. 
that. That was a lot of guild that we just got. Yeah. Thank you, Cloud. Because of you, we survived. Nanaki, you have grown strong, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Now, I know that it wasn't a mistake bringing you here. Come, I have something I want to show you. Right over here. Zip. <laughs> it's my apparatus. <laughs> Don't miss that material. Don't worry about that. Gravity. Ooh, gravity. There is so much magic in this game. I love that movie. Yeah, you summon Sandra Bullock when you use that. <laughs> Not from gravity, she shows up just wearing her, it's... like, normal red carpet kind of clothes. <laughs> and she does, like, some press stuff, uh -huh. and then she, uh, she stabs the guy before she walks away. Okay. We passed the cave with the face, right? Mm -hmm. and yeah. now we're, like, at the base of some kind of cliff... Yeah, we're like, the characters are looking up at something on top of it. We can't see what it is yet. Right. The warrior who fought against the Gi. He kept them from taking even one step into Cosmo Canyon. Welcome to Cosmo Canyon. <laughs> yeah, that's like totally a lynch. <laughs> like a part in Twin Peaks where it's like, everyone here has strange beliefs, but mostly they believe in community. <laughs> it seems strange, but it's really positive. I mean but, well. But he was never able to return to town. Look, Nanaki, yeah. you're, look at your father, at the warrior, Seto. Oh, you mean your father wasn't a coward? He was the most courageous? The camera slowly pans up this cliff, yeah, revealing a beautiful image. Yeah, it reveals like one of those airbrush paintings of outer space. Right. <laughs> and a statue of a Nanaki-looking Red the 13th yeah. howling up at the moon. Mm -hmm. This is Red the 12th. Jeez. Wow, look at that. Holy shit. Full of spears and turned to stone against the moon. <laughs> that's yeah, I have so chills. Awesome. That is just. That's so cool. That's. That's Seto. <laughs> Seto continued to fight the Gi tribe here to protect this canyon. Even after the Gi's poisonous arrows turned his body to stone. Even after they all ran away, Seto continued to protect us. And he continues to protect us, even now. Even now! <laughs> you thought he was a coward and ran away, but he alone risked his life to protect Cosmo Canyon. I let you believe this was an oversight on my part. <laughs> I just forgot to tell you. <laughs> that is your father, Seto. <laughs> that is Seto. Did Mother know? Ho ho ho! She knew! <laughs> the new the two of them made me promise to keep this cave shut. And by cave I mean my mouth. My trap. <laughs> yeah. This cave here. They asked me to seal it myself and ask okay. and not to tell us all. Lock it and throw away the key. They said we should forget about this cave. This was like we should forget the Alamo. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, yeah, this was a dark chapter. Like, we yeah. don't need to remember this. No. We can be a valid tourist destination without it. We still have the river walk. Cloud, would you mind leaving the two of us alone? How do you think he floats like that? I don't... Do you think it's like a technology thing? Like he lost his or is legs he just and kind floats? Of like... Or is he just mystical and shit? Maybe he lost his leg and floats. I mean, it, he has like one leg. But maybe he's also doing that like... Well, maybe I he's doing like something just weird. like his butt. You know, like when they yeah. put the pants on and then tie a knot on the bottom. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like Maybe he's doing some band. weird things with his knees right now. And he's like, I do this thing. Yeah, it It's could, for my orthopedic be, surgery, it but it's like really... sitting cross-legged in a bag. And <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Nanaki, I want you to continue your journey with Cloud and the others. Cloud says they are trying to save the planet. I honestly, I don't think it can be done. For even if they stop every reactor on the planet, it's only going to postpone the inevitable. Even if they stop Sephiroth, everything will perish. But Nanaki, I've been thinking lately. I've been thinking if there was anything we could do. 
as a part of the planet, something to help a planet already in misery. No matter what happens, isn't it important to try? Am I just wishing against fate? I am too old to do anything about it. This year, I'll be 130 years old. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I still smoke cigarettes every day. That is why, Nanaki, you must go with them for my sake. Grandpa. <laughs> I wanted to show you your real father before you left. I'm so glad that you came back while I was still alive to show you. Grandpa, don't talk like that. I don't want to think of life without you. Well, you're gonna have to. Ho, ho, ho. Well, I've had a long life. Grandpa, you must live. Is he dying now? I'll see to it. I'll see to what's happening on the planet. And I'll come back and tell you. I'll come back one day after your death and you'll have missed the whole story. <laughs> yeah. I'm Nanaki of Cosmo Canyon, <laughs> the son of Warrior Seto. <laughs> come back and warrior true to that noble name. So gr please, Grandpa. Bling, bling. The tears of diamonds are falling. That's Seto's, Seto's. Tears? Seto, father. Um, Papa. He's howling at his father's statue. He's howling at his father, howling at the moon. He's <laughs> crying. It's, uh, this is awesome. Yeah, it's really amazing. This is really a highlight of the game. Yeah, I think so, too. This is a moving moment where the tears are coming from the statue of his father. and Yeah. This is, this is epic and cool. I like this. So we cut back to the Cosmo Candle. Yeah, and everyone is assuming Red's not going to come with us because that's been his song and dance the whole time. Right, so we're like, well, I guess we should go. Shall we get going? So this is it. Red the 13th. So he's going to stay here, Red the 13th? I think we think he's going to stay because we didn't hear that conversation. But like as we're leaving, he's going to be like, uh, okay. change my mind. Okay. <laughs> I thought maybe... Because we were all like, well, respect the, the dog's wishes. He doesn't right, want to go. Right. <laughs> Let's get out of here. We've got more tourist locations to see. <laughs> the best part of saving the world is that you get to go to the casino and the beach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to save the world. Oh, I also want to buy 99 potions. Let's actually do it. Okay. 99 potions. Fuck yeah. Let, let's make sure we do that once every game. I mean, soon we're probably going to want 99 high potions. Yeah. Any secrets over here? Welcome to Cloud Secrets. Secrets of Cloud Computing. <laughs> uh, wait for me. I'm coming too. Cloud, please look after Nanaki. What happened? I think I grew up on it. Oh, that's what happened. Listen to me, boys. He's drop just in. a 48-year-old child. He definitely went through an experience that I feel like you would walk out of it f feeling tangibly more adult. Right. You know, Even more than a bar mitzvah, which I can tell you after I went through it, I didn't feel more like an adult. I, yeah, I'm thinking, you know, like when I graduated from college, like uh -huh. I didn't feel like any different or more adult. Right. You know, like it was, it was but sort But this, of, finding out that the father that you thought was a coward was actually the champion who killed himself to look over your people. Yeah, and being You'd be given, like, wait a minute, I... <sighs> I think that my perspectives that I believed my entire life are changed, and mm -hmm. I am changed because it's, of that. It's so fun, like, you know, because we've all had moments in our life like that, mm -hmm. but they're never the ones that are, like, planned. At, no. That are supposed to be the big milestones. It's right. always when Grandpa takes you into a back room he's right, had sealed right. off. Well, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I haven't had a wedding or a child, but people say those are pretty big ones. I guess you can plan those ones, yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Come back whenever you need my knowledge. <laughs> yeah, Bugenhagen is this game's please visit us repeatedly. <laughs> he will have more information. Let me tell you all about TM. <laughs> Here, you take over for a bit. And that's episode 16. 
Yeah, really a dramatic highlight. One of the weirdest takeaways from this is we go through all of this with Nanaki, mm-hmm. and then we leave here, and I don't think anybody calls him Nanaki after this. <laughs> Everybody just keeps calling him Red the 13th. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also, as great as it is to see Red, like, fight the spirits of his father's enemies and learn who he is, let's be real, the whole reason he didn't know this is... It was just kept secret so it could be revealed now. <laughs> right. Th- there's no good reason for that secret to exist other than for the story of the game Final Fantasy VII. And I have a feeling, unfortunately, that's going to be a point against this game mm-hmm. again and again and yeah, again as I we continue right. forward that something is secret just so it can be secret. Yeah. Uh, next up, we're going to Dibbleheim, maybe? I think we're going to Cloud and Tifa's, like, hometown, which just gets eerier and eerier every time they go back there. We meet a new friend and do all kinds of fun bullshit in the Mekindish. Sh- yeah, back in Nibelheim, but this time it's not a flashback. And it's time for the Shinra Mansion. Mm-hmm. The fun times in the Shinra Mansion. You get to open a safe. W- look forward to it. <laughs> Oh, do you want to enter the life stream? Now that we know what the life stream is. Yeah, now that we've learned about it. I mean, if you've been listening to the show and you haven't played the game, you had no idea what we're talking about. Now, now you, know. you kind of know a little bit. Yeah, let's punch on through to the larger network of neurons that we're not even aware of that surround all of us and connect to the back of our heads and see what's going on in the, the meta sludge. I mean, how could that be bad? <laughs> let's do it. I never get tired of coming in here. Yeah, you know, now that we're so experienced at it, it's kind of like, uh, you know, you can kind of like slide around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like getting my... Get momentum by thinking. Mm-hmm. And I can feel those neurons just out of reach. Mm-hmm. And here comes the message. Oh, here it is. The message reads, Bat Rankings is a weekly podcast where former Team 4 star CEO Ben HBI2K Crichton and his oldest friend Kenny rewatch every episode of Batman the Animated Series and rank them in order from best to worst based on unimpeachable science. Is Man Bat a furry? How many Milla Anthony's is <laughs> Captain Clown worth? And will Ben's alternate personality, Bad Podcast Ben, show up and stop him from doing actual research? Visit anchor.fm slash bat rankings, that's B-A-T-R-A-N-K-I-N-G-S, to find out. That sounds great. I used to watch that show all the time when I was growing up, and, like, some of those phrases gave me, like, flashbacks. (laughs) I haven't seen it in so, like, since I was, like, seven or eight, and this is, like, making me want to go back and rewatch it. It's still, like, pretty well respected. If, you know, anyone was looking for a rewatch of something, they could have a podcast to go with it. Bat rankings. That Mm -hmm. sounds like a lot of fun. Thank you so much to Ben Crichton and his friend Kenny for that message. Yes, thank you very much. And with that, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, let's slip back into our normal neuro... neuro Neurotypical uh, situations. Normal neuro sludge. And we're back. If you're interested in a live stream message, just get in touch with us at nocappodcast at gmail.com. That's N-O-C-K-A-T. The messages are $25 a piece, and they can say whatever you want them to say. Yeah, they don't have to be ads. It could be a message to a loved one or, I suppose, a hated one. Uh, <laughs> we, we're not going to say anything really violent, but... No, but <laughs> it depends. Yeah, I mean, where is our line? I don't know. You find it <laughs> for us. <laughs> With that, please rate and review us on iTunes and Apple Podcasts Mm -hmm. and get in touch with us on Facebook and Twitter or email us at nocappodcast at gmail.com. We love getting emails. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. Uh, It really helps keep the show going. Yeah, you can find us there at patreon.com slash nocat. We would not be doing it without the amazing support we've gotten from all of you. No, and yeah, it like indicates to us that there's something really, that you guys like this show. That this is actually worth our time. Right. So if you want us to continue believing Keep showing us (laughs) that it's worth our time. You have, yeah, you've been great. And with that, here's some no one can know about this dessert. I decided on it last episode, but I've already forgotten what I said. Well, I, apple, apple pie is coming. It was, we it can was send it back if you want. No, no, no. I mean, we'll, we like a chocolate lava cake or something. Next week, we'll do chocolate lava cake. Okay. Right now, I'm accepting the apple pie. All right. Well, I mean, if we keep deciding our fate ahead of time, we might just never... Anyway, we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> All right. Enjoy.
Johnson is dead. What? <laughs> Yes, here we go. <laughs> go back, go back, you have to sit again. Go back to where it runs oh away from him. I'm going back. Oh my god. That's so funny. Like the fact that it's like a meow. <laughs> it pulled him over like He's okay. He's covered in spaghetti. Oh my god! <laughs> 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 <laughs>